0: what's up everybody matt johnson back with the latest episode of real estate uncensored this is the place where you get actionable ideas insight and inspiration to turn your real estate career into a life of freedom we have no guests but it is a live friday episode for us and so the evil bald ninja himself is here to join us and close out a very merry 2018 we're talking about uh, some wins Uh, what are our wins for this particular year especially towards the end of this year going into next uh, so we've got some fun things to talk about. We also might uh, talk about football, conspiracy theories, and really anything else that crosses our mind because we have no guests and we can do whatever the hell we want. So first of all, <laughs> the junior grandmaster himself is in the co-pilot seat where you so belong. Greg McDaniel, what's up today?
1: What up, man? I greet it you is. You, sir. I am so glad to be back. I love our Friday episodes. Um, I had to curse Gene out uh, before we started the show uh, because he got me hooked on a podcast uh, all about conspiracy theories called uh, Tin Hat. And uh, oh my god, if the 10% of the, what they talk about is true, we are so foobard it's
0: not even funny. But yeah, what's, what's, the pro- what's the correct funny. name of the show, Gene? Tin, tin hat. Foil Hat. Tin foil Hat. Tin yes, foil it Hat. OK, I knew tin it wasn't that. I knew it was three words. So Tin Foil Hat, yeah. uh, which Crazy. can't really, I don't know if you can tell, Gene, if, you're, if your opinion on this, but your opinion was that it's not, they don't necessarily believe all this, it's partially to talk it's a literally a podcast that talks about conspiracy theories they're not advocating no. which ones they think are right or not but uh, yeah so it's fun whether you're a conspiracy theorist or whether you're just entertained by the idea
2: it yeah, is one of the, it. it's one of those things where like i don't i believe some of it like there's definitely some stuff that makes total sense but then when you watch it and they talk like, about lizard people i'm like really yeah you that's know. what really
0: <laughs> me uh, I feel yeah. like that's a lot of why people listen to this show, is because they're kind of eh, they're kind of on board with sales and marketing, but eh, that sounds pretty sketchy to me. Uh, I'll <laughs> listen to it on. because they talk about things that I'm kind of semi-interested in, but maybe not so much.
1: I don't think so. People love us. They love our information. Matt, your little piece of coal that you call a heart is still beating away over there, while my big heart of love is just giving and loving. Yeah. That's why people love it. That's Anyways, right. that, so it's that it's
0: combination it. of heartless and heartful—you're <laughs> like you're like a walking hallmark card.
1: I actually, dude, I have some of our very good friends who are very Mister Aaron Wittenstein. If he has a, a bad day, he calls me up for a cheer up.
0: <laughs> he does. Actually, I be- I would believe that. I would believe <laughs> that. If I needed to pick me up, I might actually call you too. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, let's uh, let's try to keep this one semi on the rails. Um, so uh, so wins 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 wins. Uh, Greg, besides Ooh. your burpees for the day
1: yes 45 today baby Woo! on the on the pain train to 60 here coming up as soon as we can
0: uh okay. my
1: girlfriend uh has she's like i told her that i was i was up to reps of 12 and, we, and she said well we gotta get to 15. i'm like i can do that she's like ultimately we need to be doing three or four sets of 30. i'm like Bleh. okay <laughs> yeah, But okay. hey dude i'm fitting in my shirts man i'm fitting back in my shirts i'm feeling stronger so i'm really feeling good that's a good win I don't, now that i'm 40 uh i don't want to be chubby anymore i want to be fit 40 man i want to be back in my fighting weight you know air quotes uh but it wins here are some really big wins um majority of my career majority of this year i've been doing transactional based real estate painful ass shit, right it's just brow beating you know one foot in the in front of the other it's not fucking fun well what i'm doing and i do it so simplistically i mean literally i have stickies in front of me every single day one of them says SOC for send out cards, and one of them says database. What I do is I just hold myself accountable to put you know, at least three send out cards a day, and then what I do is I send out, I make sure I do at least 10 database calls a day, cleaning up my database, touch and base with people. Now, why would this be effective? Well, I a week ago, two weeks ago, I was doing some calls. I hadn't talked to one of my leads, my, my past clients in five, six, seven, eight, maybe, maybe 10 years, right? Call him up, I'm like, this dude's never gonna remember me. Called him up, he's like, hey Greg, what's going on, man? How's life? We chatted for a while, and I just said, hey, how's life? How's the kids, how's the house? And he's just like, funny mention about that, we're actually, the house is getting too big for us, we're gonna sell it. And so I went over, I dropped him a box of candy off, took a look at the house, I referred him up to my buddy Sean Smith up in the Sacramento area, where where he's gonna, he's like, stay in touch, man, let's get this home sold in, in July. I went over yesterday to a past client's house, and I just thought I was dropping candies off to them. They sat me down, we had tea and cookies, of course. They're 82 years old, they're hilarious. Um, and we sat down and they said, well Greg, we wanna get serious with you. I'm like, okay, what's up, we well, got a question? They're like, yeah, we wanna sell this house and we wanna go buy in an active senior community. And so we I sat there for two hours drinking tea and eating cookies and talking about options with them. And it was legitimately fun. Like I walked out of that house going, this shit is fun man. I can do this kind of real estate like this is exciting and so what I would encourage you the huge wins for the for 2018 is get relational stop being transactional treat people how you'd want to be treated I know it's cliche I know it's corny I know I know that but legitimately do that go out and just like I did a call yesterday to an insurance guy I hadn't talked to this guy since 2013 I almost did. I was literally hovering over the delete button on the contact on in top producer. I'm like, uh, nah, I'll just call him. Called him up. and like, hey Bob, it's Greg. It's not Bob from Remax. We like this Bob. Um, I got a funny story about that, by the way. Um, and uh, Bob is Greg. We talked. I'm like, I bet you don't remember me. He's like, of course I do, Greg. How's your dad doing? How's you know? How's Chris? I'm like, holy shit, are you serious? Hmm. So he and I are going to grab lunch uh, sometime in the new year. It's phenomenal to see these results take place. And so that's my big takeaway, to really get trans- uh, get away from being transactional, get to be per, you know per- personable and relationship-based, but use things like the Vulpinator, the the Evil Bald Ninja's services to start that wide funnel out there in the world, bring them into your universe, then cultivate and create a relationship with them and bring personal value to each one of these people. And I gotta tell you, man, that's, that's really my biggest takeaway, and I, I really have, I'm really seeing positive, good, fun results from it. So that's my huge rant to an easy question.
0: Gene, what, what say you? What say you to this transactional versus relational marketing idea?
2: Oh no, definitely. I think there's there's such a huge there's going to be such a huge turn to getting getting outside your comfort zone. Um, there's so much activity and noise on these social media platforms now. Mm-hmm. That in order to really do meaningful business, you gotta get off them. So I I think they're still gonna be they're definitely still gonna be useful for making that initial contact, but I think ultimately you gotta do what Greg is talking about, which is get in people's wheelhouse. I, I, I told this story before um on, on a previous show about a friend that I had that you guys know what Melaluca is? You ever hear of that stuff? No. It's like one it's, of those um network marketing things, they sell these uh like soaps. Adult diapers. Uh, yeah, well, they probably have those, too, I would think. <laughs> I haven't started. Where the hell did that come from? I don't know. It was so random. <laughs> it, popped in. it popped in. I think it came from,
0: Melaleuca sounds vaguely like uh, uh, Methuselah and uh, something else. Um, what, what is it? Metamucil. That's so oh, two, two associated right, with that. So,
2: so Melaleuca, if you're listening, Matt Johnson doesn't like your name. <laughs> <laughs> so re- rebrand. Call me for a rebrand. That's all <laughs> so. right. Um, but I told the story where I I met with one of their guys who was a friend of mine Mm -hmm. and I said to him, like, he was doing all these crazy events and, and I said, you never really sell a service. Like I've been with you a hundred times and you never really tried to, you know, get me to buy anything or sign up or anything. And he's like, it's not time. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, my MO is that when this was years ago, really, he said, my MO is to create a relationship with you and. Get you to a point where I feel, I, it, then I get comfortable enough because our trust level is high enough. I get comfortable enough with have with presenting my ask, and he's like, "But I need you right here." So like, I bring you into my fold. I let you mingle and wander around when the time's right. I grab you by your collar and I sell you my service. And I thought that <laughs> was a real, like a real visual for me. Which is like, think about it. You're <laughs> you're on your computer talking to people, making relationships and transactions. Where where you really need to be is right here. Right, this is where you need to be. And but in order to get me here, I sort of have to trust you first, right?
1: Yeah, you really yeah. do. You really do. That, that the trust has to be there. Has to be earned. Um, I think a lot of the times we just we we have the misconception because real estate agents we get sold a bill of goods. In my personal opinion, we have like one of my the grandmaster, me Papa T Diddy, got into the business 46 years ago, almost 47 years ago. Um, you know, what I what we found was that the fact that like his was all relationship based. I mean, everything he did is relationship based. But now we've all stepped away from that because we are, we're fearful of our fellow man. When someone comes to our house or someone calls us on the phone, we don't want to talk to that other person. We're afraid they're going to get to be a robo call. We're afraid it's going to be a pedophile. We're afraid it's going to be a robber showing up at the front door, all kinds of stuff, which I think we've got to get back to. We've got to get back to that tr- building trust and bringing value which really sucks. I don't know why, why did our mindset in society change so much on that? I, I don't, I don't know.
0: I mean, really well, I, that I one I think Johnson. we have, and it's not necessarily his fault, but I think we have people like Gary Vee to thank for that because he has created the impression, he and, and a lot of social media experts have created the impression that attention equals dollars. And right. uh, so one, um, I had a gal on my UX podcast and she's a kind of a profit strategist, branding, marketing, you know, savant genius, right? So one of her clients comes to her and says, "Hey, I need I need help with my social media strategy. Uh, I really want to do some more stuff on Instagram." And she's like, "Okay, well, why do you want to do that? Well, I want more followers. Okay, well, why do you want more followers? I I don't understand. Like, I want more money. Oh, and, and, interesting, <laughs> right?" So it completely skips over the 17 steps in between getting followers and turning them into clients. There were somehow in, in, in the minds of a lot of people in our world, salespeople like real estate agents, marketers, anybody that's kind of online on social media, we have kind of compressed all that stuff into followers and attention equals cash, which is not necessarily true, right? It can be true. It can be true if you build that bridge from one to the other. And if you're really good at having those conversations, but Um, I don't think it's not definitely not something that comes automatically. And to your point, Greg, the more conversations that you're having in the real world, that's ended up being more effective. And you have to have that bridge that gets them from social media into actually working with you. That doesn't happen magically. You don't we don't put a bunch of content out there on social media, not do anything. People consume our content call up and go hey will you come list my house no like that's just not that's one in a thousand or one in a hundred if you're if you're really good and you have great communication systems like greg harrelson does in myrtle beach maybe that happens to you six or seven times a month right that's a lot which is a lot he's also been in business for 20 years and he started calling in his mom's basement when he was in his late teens Right, where he so still happily got, lives, you know, uh, still yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the story ends halfway with Greg living in his parents' basement. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but he's got—he's obviously got a track record, and he—he he has extremely, extremely good and very thorough automated follow-up systems that are sending emails and texts and market reports and things like that in response. Right, right. That are they're going out on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Um, But even then, if you really want to max it, if you're relatively new and you don't have those 20 or 30 years of experience and all those systems set up, even if you were to be handed the keys to something like that, if you wanted to do more than the deals that come in naturally, the ones that just kind of fall into your lap, you still have to make some sort of effort to get people into conversation. Right. Like there's there's that you have to build that bridge from social media to them actually working with you. They don't spend enough time and it's not the right level of communication for that to make. That big of a decision without other types of communication, yeah. Person, you need to
1: cultivation. I think I think is what you're what you're talking about. And you know, Gene is a master of getting the top of filter people. Hey, you know, this is who I am. Come into my ecosystem, learn about me, and then it's up to us to really develop that relationship. Um, Like I did that um, yesterday. Uh, Called my literally my first client ever, Jonathan and Diane Smith um we sold we sold him a house uh in west side danville for 1.25 million dollars i'll never forget that number um which i think is probably worth like five million now he's like blown it out but i called him up and i haven't talked to him in years i called him up yesterday out of the blue hey man how's life what's new let's get together let's grab lunch let's catch up dude's super wealthy like he doesn't need, he hasn't worked for years um and I was like, hey, hopefully hope will call me back. He called me up today. I was like, hey, Greg, good to hear you, man. Sorry I didn't get back to you. Let's catch up. Love to see how life is. Call me later this afternoon. It's about just staying in contact. But yeah, I mean, Gene, Matt, answer this one for me. For me, like I told you guys before, you know, Bob, the insurance guy, I literally almost didn't dial his number yesterday for fear of rejection. For right. fear of being irrele- uh, non non relevant in his life anymore, so I didn't want to. I almost didn't want to take that chance of being rejected or rebuffed. But I. it's so that weird. Chance. You can call it's somebody so up
0: cold, where yeah. they're infinitely more likely to reject you. I know. So weird. And that rolls thing? off you like water off a duck's back. I, I've, like I've heard people marvel about how you handle rejection on your phone calls <laughs> from people cold, which most people can't handle. Most people would rather pick up the phone and call somebody that they have some connection to. And they feel less rejection. Somehow you feel more. I'm sure that says something very deep seated about your psychology. Oh, but I don't.
1: something I'm definitely don't fucked up somewhere. I'm definitely fucked up somewhere in my head.
0: I'm uh, sure. Well, we are. But
1: it's, but it's fascinating to think about this. It's mm-hmm. like it's like you you're you don't want to go and talk to that past client because of whatever you put in your head, which is called complete mm-hmm. bullshit, made up lie. Um, you know, and if you just get out of your way, you'll be just fine. You'll be, and here's here's the thing I have literally lost every day that I'm cleaning up my database. Yesterday was brought me to my knees essentially because I uh, there was four people in my database all had sold all over $1.3 million, and we'd be we found them years ago, completely stopped calling them. We lost so much money. I actually called a guy this week. He's like, hey, Greg, good to hear from you, man. How's life? I'm like, it's good, dude. Or, you know, we're talking about selling. He's like, good news, we're in escrow. I'm like, awesome. When are you close closing? <laughs> we're closing <laughs> Thursday. <sighs>
0: oh, it just ripped your heart out, threw it back in, and stowed you up. Uh, oh, I'm like, uh, That sucks.
1: But you know what? I All own right. the fact that I totally screwed up. I, I don't blame anybody right. else. It's 100% right. on me. And, uh, you know, people love to pass the buck. My dad used to look at the, the tour sheet every Thursday. Uh, that's when caravan or tour here. And he'd, be, or he'd go down the list and he would pick out our past client properties and be like, oh, we lost that one. Man, they should, why didn't they call us? And I'm like, I went back to the database. We haven't talked to them since 2012. Why the fuck would they call us? Yeah. It, and that's what we, our mindset is. We've talked about this several times. Is like, you, you know, when you say like, oh, man, my client listed with someone else. Well, did they know that you were there? they were your client? I don't believe they got that memo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, a quick uh, quick anecdote from um, from me on the on the wins. four clients I've signed up. Uh, so we got uh, two new podcasts uh, sign podcast clients this week, two new ones last week. and they were all some variation of referral or introduction uh, or in one of their case, Uh, I directly prospected, like, yeah, one out of the three I directly prospected, found her, identified her, put her on uh, one of our client shows, and then she circled back around and and loved the experience and wanted to talk more. The other three were direct referrals, or I was literally at an event over, maybe even pushing three years ago, and somebody said, hey, I I need to introduce you to somebody that, that should start a podcast. Drags me over, we shake hands, we had a conversation that lasted all of three minutes. We just kept keeping in touch. I would reach out. Occasionally, he would reach out. Um, At one point, we had a conversation about podcasting together. It wasn't the right time. Uh, Flash forward to a couple weeks ago, we reconnect, and he's ready to roll, right? That's awesome. So two and a half to three years later, and it's not like you – like, I wasn't gunning that whole time to sell him on doing something he didn't need to be doing, Mm. right? It was just – I was just – I knew he was the type of person that I wanted to work with. He's the type of person that I want to have in my life, just in general, right? Uh, And the priority was the relationship. I didn't know how it would manifest or what the end result was going to be. Uh, It could have just been in the end. He might have just referred me to someone else, and he may have never pulled the trigger himself. And I think that's the same way for for, for anyone who's in real estate. Uh, Going after your ideal clients, they may send you a referral before they ever actually need to do something themselves. Mm -hmm. that's still a good thing. And that's very likely to happen because they don't really have to risk anything Uh, where it ties in with the social media. And I think it helps us is the more we are secure and confident in ourselves that we are a person who is worthy of being referred and worthy of being introduced. The more it gives us the ability to get out of our own way and ask for people to do it and reach out to people knowing that we have some value to offer in between the transaction. Right. Talk about mental health then. I mean, becoming
1: mentally stable well, but, between your ears, not you know, always looking at, if you didn't have the greatest year in 18, or maybe if you second-guess yourself, maybe in a personal way or something like that, or maybe your weight's not where you want it to be. Yeah, but I'm not talking about talk that. This is where I getting into inspirational,
0: motivational territory. I'm talking about something just very strategic, becoming a person who is well-connected, who who knows that you can bring value to anyone that you meet because you can introduce them to someone else in your network that will be of value to them. That's what I mean. That is a different source of confidence than trying to conjure it up from the inside to try to change your psychology. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes sense, Gene. And what's that's your... something anybody can do. By the well, way, um, Gene, uh, Steve wants to make sure that we said hi to you, so hi, Gene.
2: Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> well, listen, I want—I hear—I want i want to i want to piggyback on Matt's on Matt's thing there. Um, I think so. In in our society now, and I see this a lot in real estate because you're right. Matt, especially in in the real estate game, that's one of those things where you don't typically call somebody up in most cases, and you say, hey, "Hi, Matt, it's Gene. Are you looking to sell your real estate?" Yeah, it just so happens today we decided to move. Like that's typically a long game, right? Social yeah. media and the marketing behind social media and the need it now psychology that we've that we've built and that keeps like everything now needs to be 15 minutes ago. I needed to have it 15 minutes ago. That that doesn't play well. So when you like my kids get everything they need all the time immediately. We're used to that. And so when you have to play the patience game in real life, that's hard for people sometimes. So like for me, if you, like, I'll, I'll go back to like new, brand new real estate agents. I think a lot of people make the mistake that they go get their license and they think immediately the commissions are going to pour in. When yeah, something like bro. that is you got to build, 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 and maybe four years from now, the guy that you made that first cold call to is ready to make the sale. Yeah. If you make enough relationships and interactions through social media and keep those fire over time, then three years from now, you're going to have a great year.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you if you really want the the easy button, the go, the golden goose that lays the the eggs here, I will literally tell you the only thing you need to do, and you will make a fucking killing in this business. Go out and have 25 conversations, and hand out your card to 25 people every single day. Your business will flood in like the River Nile. I mean, it will just dump on you. In about six months, you'll have business coming out of your ears. But here's the thing. You have to stay persistent and consistent on your actions. There's no days off. There's no rests. Everywhere you go, every person you come in contact with, you have to be you have to be assertive you know, in initiating the conversations. And then don't be a pussy and don't be like, oh, well, I had a nice conversation. It's going to walk away. Now they'll remember me. Dude, fuck them handing me your business card. Like, here you go. I'm a real estate professional here in the area. Let me know if I can ever do anything to help you or your family. That's it. You know what? That's it. That is it.
2: There's no shame in tell. There's no shame in telling people what you do for a living. No. The ones that, that you that you want to work with and that care about you will give you their business because they care about you when it's time and they need your service. Right. Yeah. I mean, my so, clients
1: yesterday did that. I mean, they. I sat down for tea and cookies and I thought we we're just going to hang out and chat and catch up. And they're like, "Dude, we want to sell our house for one point two million dollars and go buy another five or six hundred thousand dollars." I thought, roughly, it's going to be about a two million dollar volume uh, with my clients. Did you pay for the Did you pay for the tea? Fuck no, I didn't, dude. I just showed up. I just wow. I just went to their house to get and and then they gave me a bag of oranges. So I won on like all different levels. It was amazing. I don't know. I think you should have bought the tea.
2: That's bad karma. Well, I didn't know we were having tea. I just they wanted me to come over and hang out, dude. Yeah, why are you drinking tea anyway? Burpees and tea and all this stuff and Matt Johnson with trees she's, This makes me uncomfortable. She's eighty two years old, man. I mean, uh, gods. I don't know. I, you guys are changing. I don't know you anymore. I put whiskey <laughs> no. in my tea if it made you feel better yeah okay fair enough that's good
1: <laughs> I can't do this shit sober man Jesus. <laughs> uh, I mean okay so let's do this uh, gene if you were to um, tell if you were to look back from January of 2018 till right now in, in 18 what have you seen digitally marketing speaking change like what trends have you seen shift in eight from beginning of 18 to now in 18 and where do you think it's going to go in 19 for digital
2: Oof, man that's a loaded question so the I first know. thing i would first Sorry. thing i would say to you right now is i think there's been a massive shift from away from facebook yeah mostly, dude. mostly towards instagram right yeah that's probably the biggest shift i think um although you know I, I just i just read something the other day and i didn't dig into it but they're saying the federal government's now suing facebook for ca- the cambridge analytica scandal so really? that's gonna kind of prop yeah. And I just saw a headline the other day and I didn't dig into it like I should have, but I I kind of was pressed for time so I didn't check it. But you you might want to Google that and take a look. So I think the the move and which is hilarious to me. I think it's funny because they're both owned by the same company. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> screw you Facebook, you screwed us. Let's go, everybody are coming with me to Instagram.
1: It's like you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. It's like <laughs> what?
2: Well, you're robbing Peter to pay Peter.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <yeah>, true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. So that was the one thing, and I think –
0: yeah, Well, I'm, I'm fooling them off, Gene. I'm moving everything to WhatsApp.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I read something about WhatsApp the other day, too. You, oh, this is a <laughs>
1: There's owned by Facebook?
2: Well, yes. no, not that. Of course that, but I think they're coming up with their own cryptocurrency now.
1: Well, WhatsApp was, is?
2: Uh, yeah, I think it was WhatsApp. I might be telling tales out of school, but I swear oh. I saw a little snippet. I, I'll have to see if I can dig it up while we're talking, but I just saw yeah. an article.
1: You know that's that's actually I mean, it's totally off topic on this thing, but when it, comes, when it comes to WhatsApp, there was an interview done that I heard, I read or looked at it, sorry, and it was talking about the guy who invented WhatsApp. He was paid what 19 billion for for WhatsApp. I mean, okay. it was some astronomically stupid, large large number. Um, and what he said was, and this goes back to success versus happiness, right? Uh, he said that after he sold WhatsApp for $19 billion, I mean, that's, I mean, his kids, 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 if they don't fuck it up, are going to have money for the rest of their lives. They're they're, they're crazy, sad. right? Yep. But he said he's miserable now with the $19 billion because he has no more drive, because his baby was sold. WhatsApp was sold. I'd like for him to call me. I will, I will take his problem on. <laughs> that's right. Just take one, one eighth of his problem off. I'm him. totally going help him. him. Give me a hundred mil. And I'll see if I can commiserate with you. try right. right. I'll try. I'll do my best. Um, but my, I guess my my point is that like when you guys are going through this struggle, you should enjoy this this journey that you're on of like trying to be the number one agent or trying to get more sales or doing more listings or whatever you're doing in 2019. Start to love the process, enjoy the process, celebrate the micro wins. I celebrate yeah. the shit out of the fact when I get my three send out cards and my 10 database calls. Dude, I am fucking pumped that I I made my day rock that day. Because it's how do you, all how a do you bill
0: celebrate month. that, Greg? What do you what do you do? I do, experience? I do.
1: I do take my pants off and dance around my house naked. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's
0: right. free. No off, pants dance. Off. No yes, pants right. dance. <laughs> I like it. Pants off, dance off.
1: Um, so oh, what, do I, what do I really do? Um, yes. I, allow, I allow myself to have a win. So I will like, if I don't uh, get my goals, then I don't allow myself to have like a cocktail at night and just relax right. because right. there has to be pain if there's no gain. And right. so, I'm, I'm cons- so I'll push myself. I'll do whatever it takes to get there because I want to sit down. I want to Netflix a little bit, have a cocktail, chill out, kind of let my brain float off into nothing for half a minute and then go to sleep. So for me, mm-hmm. it's, that, it's that reward. And it's also the fulfillment of knowing that every action I take today will benefit my future self. Because my dad has always said, the people we talk, meet today are the people we'll be doing business with tomorrow, a.k.a. down the road at some point. So that's my celebration. It's the celebration of my future. I love to envision my future. I do my meditation, my, my goal review, my energy release every morning, and I visualize you know, doing 36 deals you know, so I can keep and maintain everything, taking my radio show national into three different major marketplaces by the end of, in 12 months from now, keeping our podcast numbers growing, and being able to grow into a, keep a solid, steady relationship with my girlfriend. Those are very small things, and I take actions every day for them, and then I just celebrate the fact I allow myself to go out and get a cup of coffee or go get a beer at lunch if I hit my goals early, or just small things. I just, love the beer at lunch. Oh, it makes me so sleepy, though. <laughs> I'm sitting there.
2: It's
0: better than the whiskey uh, at lunch. All right, um, gentlemen, speaking so of speaking it. of sleepy, uh, <laughs> I have to uh, oh, I oh, to... put me to sleep. No, this Gosh. is really good. Uh, so here, here's what I like about that, and then I'm going to bail. Uh, here's where I struggle and where you've got me beat, Greg, is that you have a a physical ritual with a substance that you've tied to success. It, it literally physically makes you feel better to do it, and so you have a very visceral, physical way of celebrating when you've done your daily actions. Mm-hmm. I have the daily actions. I don't freaking miss one, but I do it because I don't want to beat myself up about not doing it. I don't actually really, take the time to celebrate it. my the the barest celebration I have is when I write up my daily report to my business coach, where I inform him that I have hit my daily goal once again, including my workout streak and stuff like that. And I allow myself a little bit of satisfaction there, but i don't I don't have that physical thing yet where I really take a step back. Um, you know, because by that time I've already had my afternoon coffee, you know, what I'm saying like I just I haven't found that physical, way to celebrate success. So I tell you what, I pledge this weekend I'll try the pants off dance off.
2: We're just gonna say no, I'm kidding. that you do the pants off dance off viral man. video. Right. Viral <laughs> video.
0: That's right. Man, I gotta roll guys. Have a right, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So
1: All right Matt, you're out of here. All right, G Happy New Year, brother. So my friend, what's uh let's continue this for a few more minutes and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll rock out of here. Um you know so what do you, what do you do to celebrate? I mean what do you do to celebrate for um you know your your daily goals. I mean, what do you what do you do?
2: Well, I, I probably don't do that as much as I really should. But I'm sort of like you. I enjoy, you know, having a glass of wine, sitting and relaxing. Um, I don't really it's weird. I go into the gym. Like when I find myself having free time and and uh, and I'm I'm feeling good about something that that goes on. I like getting out to the gym. And so I, I'm in that community where we kind of. There's a lot of mingling going on along with the working out, right? So you get to talk mm-hmm. and BS with some of your friends. And, and then I the other thing I like to do, too, if I have a really big win, I go out to eat. I, lo- I mm-hmm. love – oh, man, I love going to restaurants. And Even my wife – you'll laugh, I think. Most people think I'm a goofball, and it's, it's kind of really funny. My 10-year-old? It makes I, it makes her heart hurt that people eat by themselves in restaurants like she literally cries like he's alone I don't want to be alone. and I and I have to always tell her like some when she was younger I used to lie to her she'd say <laughs> "Dad," because she'd go dad are you going out to eat dinner tonight and I'd go yeah like they'd be away or something or my, my in-laws and she goes you're not by yourself are you and I'm like no I'm going with friends and meanwhile I love eating by myself like my wife's like you're a weirdo I'll go <laughs> have my phone, read a book, do some work, write, you know, do some some drawing in my in my planner, like whatever. And I'll go and have a nice nice steak, a nice plate, drink a glass of wine, and just in peace and just mm. watch people watch. So yeah. like when i when I have a good win, I, I that's probably what I would do. I would go to dinner. That's the top thing on my list, to a real nice place. Or even sometimes just the crap places that are local. I love Mexican food. Yeah. And there's this authentic Mexican food uh, restaurant by me that serves these phenomenal margaritas. Yeah. And I'll go eat chorizo and drink margaritas while I celebrate. I, I love it. I don't care.
1: Dude, that's so weird. Like, uh, for several years, I would take myself to my own personal birthday birthday lunch. I yeah. mean, a birthday breakfast. Um, I would pretty much tell everyone to piss off. And, you know, I would just be, I, I like to celebrate my birthday by myself. I don't like anyone else around me. I like, just, I get, I get, I get, my toes start to itch when people are around me on my birthday. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. I will go out there and I'll just take myself to a breakfast, get myself a, like a, a Buddy Mary or something. Just, it's my birthday. I don't care. It's my birthday. Yep. um And it's, and it's, it's, it is true. Like, I have no problem going to, like, a brewery or going to a restaurant and eating by myself. I mean, I'm, I've been by myself, I mean on my own for a long freaking time. So if you want to go try new shit, you got to you got to figure out how to do it on your own. Yeah, and there's there's no
2: shame in that at all. No, no, listen. Realized. I I I tell my wife this. I mean, for me, sometimes it's just good to not have the noise. And I'm not saying that my kids and my wife are noise, but anybody who's a parent and who's married knows that once in a while. And listen, I, she she won't admit this, but I know she loves going away with her friends, and I know she loves when nobody's home and she's solo for. 15 minutes because you can sort of not have to stress about what's going on in the world and just do something stupid. Sometimes I'll just pull up my phone and surf Instagram and she'll be like, what are you doing? Nothing really. I'm just, I'm just being a voyeur. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) I, I am, I'm just surfing and just looking. I'm not, you know,
1: Dude, that's the weirdest thing. I know my, my girl, like she, she needs her alone time. Like she does not, she's not me. Like she does not need to be around people all the time. And so she was over at my house last weekend and I got up early because I just, well, I just popped up and I just went into the main room, started watching TV and just kind of relaxing. She, she and I are texting rooms away from each other. Yeah. She's like, what's you doing? And I'm like, giving you alone time. <laughs> just stayed out there for 15 more minutes and I went back in and, you know, pounced on her. You know, not in a no hey weird that. way. Not in a weird way, but just kind of like, all right, I'm tired of bouncing off fucking satellites to talk to you. You're in my, you're in my house. This is stupid. But it's, it is true to get that alone time. So, I mean, I'm, if you guys feel weird about it, I want you guys to try to get some alone time. try to do something just with yourself. Try to, or just create that thing. Uh, my co-host on the radio show, Tiffany, um, her thing for success is running. She, if she doesn't get her run in, and you know she's a crossfitter like Eugene, yeah. if she doesn't get her workout in, she is one cranky chick. That's me, dude.
2: You need your workout, right? Oh, my wife will say to me like, there'll be there'll be once in a blue moon I get away from it, and there'll be a week where I miss the gym. And she's oh. like, you are like a four year old, like you're moping around. You, everything's <laughs> like it's almost like I don't have my coffee. Like I don't want to work today. And she's like, when well, you go to the gym. You're being a four year old. I'm like, yeah, that's really what it is. I need those endorphins, man. I got to get out there
1: it is true man I mean I get up I hit the gym I I feel so good about it Uh, because the one thing that I always I guess the big thing I also took away from 2018 is the word standards where are your standards and uh, 12 months ago right now my standards were dramatically different than where my standards are now my life is about 180 degrees difference in certain different areas I was much heavier um, I was sick as a dog right now. I literally was sick as a dog because my cousin's birth, uh, wedding was on the thirtieth last year.
2: They're related, by the way. what you being heavy and being sick?
1: Oh, absolutely. one hundred percent. yep. And so you know I, I you know you know the old Chinese proverb that says, you know, the teacher will appear when the student is ready, yep. And it, that's literally what happened to me. So, guys, I want you to start keeping that in mind. Um, you know, when you're ready, the teacher will show up. And Tony Robbins was talking about something on one of his videos. I, did, I when I work, since I worked for EXP at my house, man, I just sit here and listen to all this inspirational shit all day long. I don't listen to stupid music. I, just, I was inspirational, motivational. I just keep my brain in a very positive place, right? And conspiracy podcasts. And conspiracy podcasts. <laughs> to throw a little bit of junk in there.
2: That's right. That's, it,
1: that's right. like my, that's like my mental fast food.
2: <laughs> it is. You're it. right. It's awesome
1: um but you know he he said he brought the word standards where are your standards you live to your standards and i'm like where are my standards started looking at different aspects and points in my life and i'm like holy mackerel man like my standards are so low on certain things and so i decided to shift them and so that is definitely one of the things that you know i um don't tell her this well she'll never know this i'll give her by this by now but about my girl um Gene, you'll notice, thing is, for the Spartan race, they have this little. You you get a little chunk of the of the total medals, like the blue, the red, and the, I think green uh, medals, and you can put them together after you do the, the sprint, the super, and the some like beast or something like that. They progressively get harder. Mm-hmm. So I bought her this little thing, so she can put her first little medal in there, and so for you know that's going to be a thing that I'm going to push for. That's a huge thing. I want those three medals so freaking bad and that's what that's what the standard is for me now is to get to that physical ability to compete at those levels which means i have to change my diet my habits my sleeping patterns my everything my workouts i have to push on every level to get to that to get to that new version so where am i going to be in 12 months i'm going to be a much more physically fit human being than i am today because i want that blue fucking chunk of that metal which is the is, which is the beast, which is a hell of a long run. Yeah. But I can do it. Anybody can do this stuff, guys. So if you're not where you want to be, just find something to push yourself. I mean, these stupid sticky notes push me every day to work harder in my business. My workouts every, you know, watching myself get my ass kicked by my girlfriend in workouts. Did we work out on Sunday? She just sprinted past me. And I was like huffing and puffing and slugging along. And I'm like, uh, this hurts and she's like, what's wrong? Come on hurry up and I'm like well I got four months to get my ass in shape because I cannot be the fat dude on race day. It won't happen so
2: Um, and by the way your business will increase as you do that
1: What because of the workouts?
2: Yeah. Yep. How yeah, so? you, you, well, first of all you're because you're just gonna you're gonna exude confidence You're you're and exuding confidence is gonna make you better on your cold calls. Your sure. cold calls are gonna go better your your interactions at Rockstar Connect when you do your networking events are going to go better because you hold your shoulders higher and you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. Th- things are just going to be your people are going to be able to taste and smell the confidence coming off you, and that's a good thing when you're in real estate. That's funny you mentioned that. The last Rockstar event I did last week, um,
1: I have three people that I'm going to do lunches with. I already did one of them. Mm-hmm. You know. And they no, I haven't really. I mean, this is the first time when they're like, "Hey, man, I want to do. meet me up. Let's do lunch. Let's do something." So, and I had started my workout. So that that I think there's really something there to that. So, for all you guys listening, get more confident. Whatever it's going to take. Yep. Whatever it takes. Um. All right. We want we want to put a little bow on this bad boy.
2: Do it, man. You got. You have. That's your gig, right? So, listen. Just whoever's listening and to you as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I appreciate what we were talking about wins this year. I think one of my biggest wins was being able to stay on this podcast on Fridays with you guys, so I'm thankful.
1: Well, you better stay on this show. (laughs) We're going to have to hunt down the evil bald ninja. Um, Gene, how did they get a hold of you?
2: Uh, Just hit me up on genevolpe.com, or you can always get me at gene at if you want to send an email. But if you go to my website, there's a couple nice little chat boxes phone numbers, pretty easy to get in touch with me that way, or Facebook inbox and messenger, whatever, any of those ways.
1: Okay, fantastic. So since Matt's not here, Gene, you have to put the color of the bow. And I think I know which color you're going to pick.
2: No, actually, you don't. I'm going to change it from the orange. Oh. And I'm going to go neon green. Wow.
1: I didn't see that coming. Okay, neon green. Neon green it is. All right, guys. If you guys want to uh, reach out to me, go to bookmcdaniel.com. Again, go to bookmcdaniel.com. That's where we're going to talk for thirty minutes about EXP. Talk about what Matt and I are doing over here, all the products and coaching and support and training that we're going to that we do give and have given to all of our uh, team members. <clears throat> you can do personal coaching with me. You have access to our whole vault of content uh, and products, so at no cost. Plus. You get to hang out and run with some really cool, fun people that are a part of our our, our family over at eXp. So go to bookmcdaniel.com. We'll do that there. Uh, and we love you guys. We truly love you. We couldn't do this without you. Thank you for loving, supporting, watching, listening, sharing this podcast. Go to Apple. Go to anywhere you get this show. Please give it a five-star re- review um, and so that we can get more eyeballs on this on iTunes. It would help us a ton and help the other agents who haven't heard about us yet. So that'd be awesome. And until next time, guys, know that I love you. Know that Gene loves you. Know that Matt kind of loves you. He's not here to defend himself, so I can put him under the bus. But we really do love spending time with you guys. As of right now, guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy Kwanzaa and everything else I forgot. But we love you. We will see you in 2019. Till then, peace out, ninjas! We have gone.